Hello everyone and welcome back to Parent Hub. Today is episode one and I am very excited, very nervous, and I hope that this episode goes as smoothly as I anticipated. So um, today I am going to pretty much introduce myself and kind of tell you about the podcast and why it is that I am creating it and my intentions with this podcast. Um, Here in Florida, it's really, really ugly weather right now. So if you happen to hear some background noise, it's probably the thunder or the obnoxious raining sounds. (laughs) I currently have a few minutes to record as my three-year-old son is sleeping and my husband is resting because yesterday he got the second dosage of uh, the vaccine. So he feels like absolute crap today. So here's me trying to take care of both my husband and my super hyperactive son. Um, So, yep, that's that. But yeah, I'm going to jump right in and introduce myself. My name is Claudia. I am 26 and I live in Florida. I have a three-year-old son and I am also engaged uh, to the love of my life. And um, I just call him my husband because we've been engaged for so long. So we're not married, but just know that I'm going to be calling him husband. Um, My three-year-old son, is his name is Eric, and my husband's name is Sebastian. There will be a story as to why their names are what they are. Um, And, I mean, if you're a Disney fan, then you kind of will probably already be getting the gist of where I'm going with their names. But there's a story coming up in another episode but um, I'm going to share a little story about myself hopefully not too long Um, I was actually born in South America in Santiago de Chile Um, my mom is Cuban and my dad is Chilean and they both met in Cuba Um, I was actually created in Cuba but I was born in Chile um, and I lived there for seven years and then I came to the United States in, and um, I've been here ever since. I've been in Florida ever since. Um, I lived in Miami, Florida for a long, long time. And then um, at 19, um, I was turning 19, I moved to um, Gainesville, Florida. There's where I met my fiance, Sebastian. Um, I went to Gainesville, Florida for the sole purpose of studying. Um, I really wanted to get into dental school and that was a big, big passion of mine. Um, It still is. I love anything to do with uh, dental, um, but it isn't what I ended up studying um, in the long run. So I personally have had issues like um, painful issues when it comes to my period. For years, um, I ended up getting my period when I was nine, and ever since I've been complaining about pains, just my doctors would all tell me the same thing, that it was just the cramping, and that it's normal and just to um, take medicine and it'll go away, or just apply a heating pad and it'll go away. And 
at the age 9, 10 and so on, I pretty much believed it because, I mean, they're doctors and they know what they're talking about. Um, and it got to the point that when I did move to Gainesville, I was obviously by myself um, and I kept having these pains and they just kept getting worse and worse and intensifying. So I ended up going to the school nurse and I spoke to him and he's, he recommended taking birth control. I have never been on birth control prior to that and I it wasn't something I wanted to do. Uh, my family has like really bad history of birth control so it wasn't something that um, grabbed my attention. Um, but if this nurse was saying that it would be the only thing that would help with the pain, oh there goes some thunder, um, I figured okay you know at least I'm getting some other answers other than just here take some Tylenol or take Advil or take whatever um, for the pain so I figured I was gonna listen to him and he gave me like the lowest of dose um, and I took that for about a year and a half and um, after the year and a half I, I noticed that the pain was still there but I figured okay you know I, I guess I'm gonna take some time for, it has to take some time for my body to adjust and to really absorb what it needs. I don't know really where my mind was at, but um, I figured that it was, it's just going to take some time. Um, some people break out, some people gain weight. I honestly, there was no change um, other than the pain was still there. And in some cases, it would be, um, it would intensify. So with that said, um, I... I asked the doctor if I, I went to uh, my primary doctor after and she said I shouldn't stop taking birth control because if I don't want to get pregnant um, then I should probably keep being on birth control but honestly I I didn't care much about that I just um, there are other methods of um, protection and I myself just kind of wanted the pain to go away that was my main priority and my doctor wasn't taking me seriously but um then I started dating Sebastian and the pain intensified and I really really um I guess I really tried being um strong so I didn't like showing anybody that this pain was as big as it really was so for the most part I treated it as if oh no you know i just have some cramps it's fine when in reality this pain was pretty much eating me alive and no matter how much i told my doctor she just kept telling me no you're fine they're just cramps obviously the older you get the worse they're going to get and i'm like okay again you know what you're talking about but it got to the point that i started going to a doctor every week um I'm not a fan of going to a doctor unless I absolutely have to or for my annual checkup but I started going every single week and sometimes I started going twice a week um, and I can tell that my doctor just pretty much started getting annoyed so I had to beg her to please give me an MRI or like send me somewhere to take um, to get an MRI or a CAT scan or something I just needed some something else i needed additional testing because i knew deep inside there was something going on but she just kind of like treated it as if i'm just being dramatic but 
nonetheless, I, I insisted and finally she signed off and she, um, she sent me to get a few tests. And with that, um, it came positive that I had adenomyosis. I have adenomyosis, um, which at the time I didn't know what it was. And I was pretty, pretty nervous to see that my test results came back as, yeah, you have 100%, you have this, you have adenomyosis. Um, adenomyosis was confirmed. And like, I remember the feeling I was actually with Sebastian's family when I received an email, um, it was like around 9 p.m. that I received this um, email and um, I just remember freaking out. I had to run out of the, um, the house outside and call my parents crying because I didn't want Sebastian to see me freak out. I didn't want his family to see me freak out. So um, the most common thing for me to do at the time, I guess the most logical thing was to go outside and cry and talk to my parents. My parents were six hours away and I had like no family um, other than Sebastian's family and obviously Sebastian and, and my dog um, who's still with us today. But other than that, I had no one. So I just went outside and cried because um, it, it was really, I guess, bizarre that um, this thing that I knew was going on for years that was just pretty much being ignored by all my doctors and obviously from the age of 9 to 19, all those like 10 years, I saw a good amount of doctors, different doctors, because I kept telling my mom um, when I lived with them that I needed to have another doctor. Pretty much I just kept going until I, I heard something to my liking and it never happened until I begged my doctor in Gainesville. Um, and um, so actually it took a long time for um for me to even receive that so i moved to Gainesville when i was 19 and i received confirmation of my adenomyosis at age 21. um uh and i remember when that happened everybody was very proactive so um my parents searched up i searched up like the best gynecologist um in florida and the one that was most recommended and we went to him and um honestly in my personal opinion he was awful um he was late every single time the clinic opened at nine and we would be there we would get there at like 8 30 or even eight o'clock in the morning um because you couldn't make an appointment you it was like first come first serve so the earlier you got the better um and i remember once we woke up like at five or six in the morning just to be there at seven just so we could be the first ones um but um the, so the the clinic opened at nine and more often than not he would get there around 10 10 30. um and then i think one day like when i went there um he was like yeah one of the many times i went he said yes you do have it um and then the second time he he kind of told me okay you're gonna get on birth control a heavier birth control even if i said no he was like you you need it you're gonna have to take it anyway um and then because i kept refusing birth control um because i had an episode with the previous birth control where i just started feeling faint and i just didn't feel very good and it all led back to the birth control um 
and um, this doctor was like, well, you know, maybe the pill wasn't enough for you, so we're gonna try to find another form that is a lot stronger, even if, again, I declined it because I really didn't want to take it. Um, my mom, actually, when she was around 36, I believe, she had a stroke, um, and it all went back to birth control, so that in itself pretty much scarred me because I was alive when she had the stroke. I remember seeing her just fall onto the floor and then everybody just took action. I was too little to obviously understand what was happening, um, but it it scarred me. So um, that is a big reason why I didn't want to be on birth control, but this doctor, this gynecologist told me that um, I wasn't going to be on the pill, I was going to be on the depot shot didn't give me enough time to really research it um, I believe he gave me like one day in between or two days um, to think about it and uh, I talked to my, my aunt who's a doctor and she herself was telling me that that's the best option because I, it was either that or get pregnant and I was still in school and Sebastian and I had just started dating I didn't want to get pregnant so um, I said no, and I took the depot shot, but pretty much a day or two after I started taking it, uh, sorry, I got the shot, I felt crappy. Um, so my, my health started declining again, and um, I realized that I need to increase a lot of like greens because your iron starts going down, and to this day, I am 26 and my iron is still really awful. I need to take supplements because since the depot shop, basically, my iron is pretty much non-existent. Um, I mean, I know it's there, but it's really, really, really low. Um, so, anyway, I had to get pregnant. Um, after the two or three months, I went back and I told the doctor that I did not want the second dosage because you're supposed to get, you're supposed to wait like two or three months, I think, um, between each depot shot. And I didn't want to take it. Again, I didn't want, I didn't like the side effects. I didn't like how it felt. So I didn't want to take birth control again. Um, and Sebastian and I had talked about it. I even went to Cuba to see another specialist in Cuba that was recommended by everybody in on Sebastian's family. Um, so I went to Cuba to talk to this doctor and to meet Sebastian's like family because half of his family, his mom and his mom's family is in Cuba. So I wanted to meet them. So talking to this doctor and then obviously meeting his family, um, everybody was pretty much on board that the best thing for me and my health, and especially if I wanted to stay in a healthy relationship with Sebastian, would be to have a, a child. Um, even if it took forever to like conceive, we needed to start trying for a kid. And again, um, I didn't want a child. Um, a little fun fact about me, I like to plan everything. I over plan probably. And at 21, a kid was not in my plans. Um, I wanted to finish school. I wanted to travel. I wanted to get married. Um, there were so many things I wanted to do. 
um, prior to having a kid. And um, obviously life does not turn out how you want it um, most of the time. And um, yeah, that's that, that happened to me. Um, but well, we got pregnant um, a few months after trying. Um, so it was pretty quickly. Um, and I immediately noticed how my pain was gone. All the cramping, all the the pain that I had on a day-to-day basis was like gone. It was insane. It was beautiful though. It was I was the happiest because I had no pain. I had no nausea with my son. I had nothing. It was such a great pregnancy at the beginning. At the end, it was a little funky donkey, but um, I guess I'll get there one day um in another episode but um yeah i had eric my son's name is eric um yeah i mentioned it before um i had eric when i was 23 um so sebastian and i started dating when i was about to turn 22 we started dating april of 2016 and i turned 22 august of 2016 um so we were dating for about four months or four months uh, when I found out uh, with, about the adenomyosis and then we were together for about a year um, before I got pregnant um, I think I'm really if you do the math I'm really really bad um, so if it's not adding up trust me it just happened somewhere between then um, but Eric was born May 2018 and um yeah I'm, I'm very very nervous i don't know if you can tell um uh so <laughs> uh if this this episode is all over the place just know this being my first episode i am very nervous um but yeah that's a little story as to um why i have a kid today um so Eric was planned, 100%. He was planned. Um, I was afraid. I was against having a kid, but Sebastian was more open to the idea because Sebastian was more, um, he was closer to graduating than I was. Um, and he was telling me that uh, he he wanted a kid pretty, pretty soon after graduation. Sebastian actually graduated in May 2018 and eric was born like 10 days after his graduation um yeah actually 10 days exactly because i believe uh sebastian graduated may 4th um either may 4th or may 5th one of those funny days um but eric was born may 14th 2018 so it was a pretty good graduation gift if i do say so myself um because I pretty much copy and pasted Sebastian and I gave birth to him. So it, it's a pretty good present if I do say so myself. Um, but yeah, that is how I have a kid. Um, I'll probably have more episodes where I say a little bit more about my backstory and um, maybe go even more in depth of to um, my pregnancy and or maybe I can go a little bit more detail of Eric's birth because his birth was pretty traumatic for me. Um, 
compared to other people, I'm pretty sure it was a really good birth. But other than that, I still think it was very traumatic. Um, but anyway, about this podcast, um, I have realized that life changes a lot when you have a kid. Um, and I am one to really enjoy listening to podcasts, especially when I'm driving. Um, especially those podcasts where I can relate or when they're talking, I, I pay attention a lot more because there's certain stories or certain things that they're saying that I can relate to. And I've listened to a few mom podcasts, but it's just that mom podcast. And I sometimes want to hear a dad's point of view or, um, I want to hear different points of views. So I am eventually going to have my husband on the podcast. Um, I don't know when. I have to talk to him. He obviously works um, uh, a full-time job. And when he is not, he is either doing things at home or, like today, just laying down and being sick. So um, I'll see when I can do when I can have him on and talk more about his point of view and how a dad's side is completely different than a mom's side. Um, Other things I want to talk about in this podcast include like struggles when you're expecting. Obviously when you're expecting a lot of things changes. Uh, Your relationship with your partner could change. Your relationship with your family. Your relationship with your friends. Um, There's a lot of changes honestly even within yourself. You, you may start losing yourself or completely um, losing focus of yourself. So um, I want to talk about that as well. Um, I want to talk about when your first child arrives or your second child or your third child. What I only have one child, but I'm pretty sure that when your second child arrives, then there's obviously changes there too. I'll have somebody in for that when your third child arrives. I'll have somebody else in for that. But um, there are a lot of changes that occur when a child arrives into your life. Especially when you're told to take this little human home that you have no idea who he or she is. And you just have to keep them alive. Um, All of that gets pretty, pretty hectic and it... It could be very stressful for some parents. Um, Financing. Finances change so much when you have a child, when you're expecting... Oh, Oh, my lord. It's been a really ugly day here in Orlando. Um, But finances change. Romance. Your romantic life changes so much. Um, Like, so many changes occur when you become a parent and I want to talk about all that so that's pretty much what you'd be expecting from this podcast hopefully a lot more intriguing things obviously but the gist would be life as a parent and it being seen from different perspectives um so yeah everyone has a different story everybody has a different outlook as to how being a parent is um but I just pretty much want to talk about my perspective, my views, uh, my feelings towards it, and then communicate with other parents and see 
where we see eye to eye, what we don't see eye to eye, and just hopefully just keep you guys entertained and to make sure that to make at least one person out there feel like they're not alone in this journey, this very exciting, rewarding, and very scary journey that is parenting. Um, also, I think I completely just went over the fact that I do live in Orlando, Florida, and I ended up coming to Orlando so I can come to, so I can attend UCF, University of Central Florida, where I did not study dental and I did not study biology. I, in fact, studied um, what was going to be my minor, uh, which is sports and exercise science. So that's what I graduated with. Um, but yeah little random facts about me thrown all over this freaking episode um but i believe this is it for episode one um this is the shortest episode or should be the shortest episode um in my podcast because hopefully the next episodes are a little bit more interesting um but again this one was mostly to to familiarize yourself with me um, that way you know who you're listening to and um, the reason behind my podcast and why it is that I'm even creating this podcast. Um, I am also a stay-at-home mom. I do work um, from home too, but being at home with a three-year-old or a three-nager, because that's pretty much what my son is, um, gets a little boring from time to time, so I realized I needed an outlet and my outlet just was talking to my friends who are parents um, and I kind of realized that I really enjoyed it and thought why not make a podcast so hopefully this is entertaining for you guys um, I also do have an email so if you guys do want to send a question or a topic that you want covered in this podcast then please send any questions, any concerns, comments, whatever you may have to the email that I'm about to say and I should also have it on the description of this episode. So if you have any questions, please contact us at parenthubpodcast at gmail.com. That is P-A-R-E-N-T-H-U-B-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Once again, parenthubpodcast at gmail.com. So, yeah, I'm going to have to think of an outro because <laughs> I have no idea really um, how to end this. Um, but yeah, so I'll talk to you guys soon and hope you enjoy Parent Hub. Bye.